0: Welcome to Dig in the Dharma, where we dig into the Buddhist dharma and explore ways to bring these 2,500-year-old teachings into our lives.
1: I'm Doug Smith of Doug's Dharma on YouTube and the Online Dharma Institute. And I'm John Aaron, teacher at New York Insight Meditation Center, and mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher and teacher trainer, and founder of Space to Meditate. Greetings, Doug. It's been a while. Yeah, great to see you again, John, as always. A little bit of traveling with between last time and now, but yeah. That's uh, okay. And uh, it was it was nice to get away. Always grateful to see you again. <laughs> that's a good segue into the conversation, right? Our, yeah. pre- our 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 Thanksgiving weekend podcast on gratitude. Yeah.
0: Such a great topic always. Yeah. Especially in difficult times when so much stuff going on in the news, so much horrible stuff in the world, depending on our particular situation, maybe some annoying stuff in our own lives. It's, I think, refreshing to try to turn our mind a little bit towards a nicer <laughs> a nicer kind of contemplation.
1: Yeah, most of us, not only you and I, but, you know, probably most of the people listening to this program, I, I suspect, are in, you know, reasonably safe places, <laughs> And and one thing that is always a question that tends to come up in communities sometimes is well a, a certain sense of guilt actually around what they have what people have and, and mm-hmm. knowing that there's so many people suffering and how do we hold that obviously gratitude is an important part of being with it and, and having and and recognizing our good fortune the challenge is you know recognizing our own good fortune as well as recognizing that others don't have that good fortune that has always been the case <laughs> of yeah. course it just seems so amplified now which makes it that much harder i think and and but the one thing that's not helpful in that is is guilt because <laughs> it doesn't get you anywhere and so you know really i think taking in fully everything that we do have and you know if possible sharing that in one whatever whatever way we can is is key and and i know i usually i will often start meditations just with the gratitude for the fact that i'm alive mm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. breathing isn't that enough <laughs> in a sense right right you know? cuz just the fact that i'm alive opens me up to all sorts of possibilities and do you have the opportunity to do the meditation
0: you have yeah. the, the time and the space and the knowledge yeah. and you know of the Dharma and and
1: of the techniques to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then there's the gratitude for my physical well-being and and mm-hmm. the fact that I have a house over my a roof over my head and food to eat. These are all places to start, and and friends and partners and sanghas and communities. You know, all of that mm-hmm. is is so important. And then you know, putting that in the context of the world. I mean, that's. That's kind of why we practice in a way. At the same time, there is that difficulty of of just turning toward all of that with everything that I have. Um,
0: Right, and I think one sort of practice doesn't negate the other awareness. In other words, we can say, okay, let's spend some time reflecting on our benefits and reflecting on what we can be grateful for. And that's not to deny that there's other things that uh, certainly i mean in the world there always have been i mean of course in the news now we ha- we we're we're confronted with it daily but uh, let's be honest even <laughs> in times before the, the, sure. these horrible things recently all kinds of things are going on in the world that we were not aware of because yeah. they're not necessarily on the front page of the new york or of the new york times or or on cnn or whatever
1: yeah.
0: and we can we i think we can hold the gratitude while uh, not denying the 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 negative things that are going on perhaps in our own lives as well as in the sure, world sure. it's just to take time there's good reason to take time to to be thankful to to see the good side of of what other people are doing for us because i mean there there's so many reasons uh, i mean first of all it's it's a great antidote to to negativity on our own part to cynicism on our own part it's also, I think, a good route towards uh, compassion because you know we can see the great things done for us and understand what that benefit is like, and say there's more reason for us to go out and 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 help other people uh, because the, yeah. we can do we can be beneficial for them as well, even if they're not necessarily directly aware of it, because we ourselves are not necessarily directly aware of all the benefits done for us. I mean, you, you just you you start unpeeling that. Onion, and you, you, you just never get to the bottom
1: layer. You know of right. all the different things. Sure, I mean, and those are things we, we, the things that we take for granted. Exactly, That's what you are really referring to, and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's interesting because even in you know in loving kindness practice, when we when we think of the neutral person, I tend to I tend to think of all the neutral people <laughs> or the invisible people, yeah, you know that are that are part of my life that or that support my life. And I 'm not even aware of um, mm-hmm. all the time that alone is is remarkable, <laughs> yeah, if you really think about that, the other aspect of of the gratitude is when it comes to f- actually whatever feeling it is that arises and you know when when one considers those who are suffering greatly. Um, the the empathy that may arise and the compassion that may arise is having gratitude for the humanity that allows me to experience that and perhaps even to you know contribute in some small way to alleviating that whether it's just through a compassion practice or whether it's through you know being generous into some organization that provides food or you know, I think that that's the other side of gratitude. So gratitude and generosity kind of go hand in hand that, you know, we can be grateful for the, our good fortune, you know, which is momentary at best, you know, our good fortune, you know, but while it's here, shouldn't we share it in whatever way we feel we can afford to. And so, you know, that's, that's really important as a, as part of our own gratitude practices reflecting on the fact that even just, I don't know, sending $10 to the World Food Bank has an impact. You know, uh, the World Food Kitchen, whatever that organization is called, that, you know, I know we give money to, and or Buddhist Global, Re- any, any, anything. There's that, so many, <clears throat> yeah. so many,
0: yeah, so many good organizations. We should be grateful for that, too. Yeah, grateful exactly. for all of the people doing this amazing work. I mean, y- yeah. you— you start thinking of, of wonderful organizations to donate to, and you just, you again, it's just endless. It's just like, you know, you can find so many people trying to do good things in the world.
1: Yeah, it's an important practice. So I'm curious, Doug, how, how you direct, you know, do you have a particular gratitude practice or... You know, because I know a lot of people do. They'll they'll keep gratitude lists at the end of the day and things like that. I don't personally do that, but I'm curious. No,
0: I mean, you're... I don't. I don't have a particular. You know, I mean, I know. I, I know the same kinds of things you're talking about of having a list or or, or reflecting ever at the end of every day. What usually happens is that around Thanksgiving, I sort of come back to it. I mean, honestly, I mean, I think on a, on a regular basis, it's the sort of thing that I am aware of. Oftentimes in our sangha or local little sangha, uh, we'll be reminded of it as well it's something that that i really enjoy doing for example i mean i looked out the window uh, f- a few weeks ago and the people were redoing the the road outside my our house you know just you know That's resurfacing yeah. the road it's hard work it's smelly work it's not the sort of thing that i would want to do but somebody else is out there doing it the, the gratitude that i feel for that and especially you know being able to you know drive on a nice new road as
1: opposed to trying to avoid potholes. I don't know, you don't want people speeding around that little cul-de-sac.
0: No, no, no. (laughs) No, Not (laughs) at all.
1: Yeah, and what's so, but what's also interesting is that, and I've tried this, I I had a a student many years ago well first, I I had read a poem at a a retreat I think it was a poem, maybe it was it was a letter or something It it was in a book on Forgiveness and, and uh, a Loving Kindness, I think, by Jack Cornfield, a little book. There was a letter in that book um, written by a nursing student, I think, or a medical student. And she was referring to a test, an exam that they, they were given. And they sort of, you know, they're normal questions for whatever the subject was. And then it got down to the bottom and it said, what is the name of the woman that cleans the front lobby of the hospital?
0: Wonderful. Yeah.
1: And people like thought that was a joke. And, you know, it was a dead serious question. And so I read this and then a woman in this class, blanking on her name, Robin, can't remember Robin's last name, but she she had written a book. Uh, She's an anthropologist and she wrote a book called, I think it was called Picking Up, which is about the sanitation workers in New York. Who see themselves as being invisible as they're working. You know, nobody really pays attention to them. So I do, I I try sometimes to actually thank them when I see them on the street. Mm. But they're not used to that. Yeah. And they don't know sort of how to handle it. Which is fascinating to me. It's a really interesting book because it just covers the whole gamut. And this uh, woman actually became a member of the union and started being a garbage person herself. Wow, wow. And uh, – and well, if, if anything,
0: the people get angry at garbage people, f- you know, for...
1: Well, you don't for, notice it until they don't do their job, right? You don't pay any attention to them until they don't do their job.
0: Well, or else you're, you are you know, you see the, the, the taxis and folks, you know, lined up behind them right, on the side exactly. street waiting for them to do their job and honking and stuff like yeah. that. And it's like, they're, they're cleaning the <laughs> yeah. garbage. You know, give them a chance.
1: Yes. I remember once going out. There was a garbage truck on our street in the middle of the night it was like two in the morning or something honking it's horn oh because somebody had double parked and it just kept honking and honking and honking and I, I went down and I said why don't you just like scrape the car I mean they shouldn't be there anyway and they wouldn't do that they couldn't do that without permission mm. from their boss or something or I said why don't you cut and, and they were they were very nice but there wasn't all they were going to do was honk I forgot what happened in the end but it was you know so you don't we don't pay attention to some things in, unless there's a unless they're yeah. getting in our way or not exactly. doing their job as we if, think yeah. they should and uh, or you know just the hollywood writers you know go on strike and we don't think about it until suddenly there's no late night tv or whatever and then it's like oh yeah there are a lot of people here that are working behind the scenes that we don't see and there was a competing podcast during the strike that all the late night hosts had put together. I forget what it was called. But they were doing it to support their own writers while they were on strike. And it was, it was a really generous act showing the gratitude they have for their own writers. And they, you know, because they're delivering the jokes, they get all the credit. As you said, th- there's no limit here. You know, the onion just keeps getting peeled. And it's important to remember that. I know that when families get together there's often a lot of stress <laughs> mm, yeah um not in the case of my family generally fortunately at least not anymore we forget to have gratitude for the family <laughs> yeah yeah so to be
0: fair there are some families that have have deep issues and of problems course, and of then of course it may the practice of gratitude may be easier to extend towards someone else, and you know it sort of depends on the case. Yeah, of course. And yeah. and there's no reason to force yourself to be gr- grateful if you just don't feel it. There's plenty of people to be grateful for, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, you can yeah. start with them. It's it's like the practice of loving kindness. You start with the ones that
1: are easy, and and work your way to the ones that are harder. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, y- you gotta choose in those cases yeah you got to you got to choose wisely on the other hand they did bring you into the world so of course you know, of course that yeah. gratitude um, sure and then you know as we've touched on earlier there's gratitude for these teachings that we've been you know we've had the good fortune to uh, come in contact with and make part of our lives and hopefully they've made a difference <laughs> yeah and gratitude
0: to the teachers and the, and the lineage and so on. I mean, this is a, that can be its own practice as well of, of gratitude towards towards all all the dharma and the people who've been involved in yeah in transmitting it and so on.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. In, in some Zen sanghas, I know that they, you know, at the end of a, a meditation, they will thank the whole lineage of teachers going all the way back, which is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> And important, you know, it's like we don't think about that. And I'll often do uh, an ancestral practice in, in retreats, you know, just recognizing our ancestors. Mm-hmm. Uh, even as far back, I mean, obviously, the, the ancestors that we are aware of, you know, that we've had contact with or or we've got pictures of or whatever. But then there's like all the way back, you know. Oh, Yeah and and then the the ancestral the spiritual ancestors and the the land ancestors and you know there's sort of like again it never ends and then we think about going you know the, the people in front of us so it's like we're in this continuum you know having having gratitude for that continuum that we are part of in a sense or we're manifest in at this point yeah right. well a continuum of life in general i yeah, guess that's what i mean um, yeah
0: yeah, I remember going uh, to the Natural History Museum, and there was one of the, there was one diorama. They, they have I, I'm just amazing dioramas and, and information about the Tree of Life and all of the dinosaurs and stuff like <laughs> right. that. And I remember there's one about the first, talking about one of the first um, mammals, sort of you know, which looks like a dinosaur, but it's just it just happens that it has the right, right. you know bone structure that you know it's not really a dinosaur, but. A, Proto mammal. And I remember thinking, you know, okay, there's a, there's one of our ancestors.
1: Well Swesnitsky used to say we're just, you know, we're the direct, we're the descendants of fish.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. And protozoa and things yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> that. Yeah. Slime mold or something. No, well not slime mold, but some kind of <laughs> something similar.
1: It never, yeah. So we don't have to, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, have gratitude for slime mold. There you go. So I
0: like lo- slime mold is actually really interesting, but it's a, it's not really an ancestor because it's no, alive today. Right. But
1: anyway, yeah, it's a separate anyway, issue. So yeah, that's we just, uh, it's it's good for us to remind people of these practices, and and as as we go into this holiday, yeah, and I think also, I mean, I I know I sort of at at times fall into a sort
0: of a a funk of. Feeling sorry for myself, or feeling depressed, or down on the world for any number of reasons. Personally, I do find that this kind of reflection is is helpful. Stop looking inwards and start looking outwards at yeah. at, at everybody else and at the the benefits that people are do have done for me, and the people the people who are doing beneficial things for me uh, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: An interesting experience earlier this week. I mean, uh, so I live in a condominium and occasionally those of you that are familiar with condominiums or co-ops, you know, there are these assessments having to do with, you know, capital improvements or capital maintenance. And and, uh, so we're getting hit with one right at the wrong time for us, but you know, and there's a new board member who happens to be a neighbor and he finally joined the board after, you know, Complaining about various things, and he's a good guy. Anyway, he's the treasurer of the board, so we had an open meeting on on uh, Monday to sort of explain why we had this assessment. And at that point, we didn't even know how much it was going to be for us individually. We knew what the whole amount was. Just the fact that he was being so transparent and so honest, and you know, recognizing, of course, that he has to pay it too. Right. So, but there was something about the way he did it, which just made me so grateful Yeah, that I didn't even, you know, it's like, oh, okay. So whatever, you know, this is just money. We'll figure out how to pay it. But yeah. And so, you know, little things like that are. Well, know. yeah. I mean, and I was going to say one of the things,
0: I mean, I many years ago was on the board of our co-op. It's joy, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, well, yeah, it's a thankless job. Being on one uh, makes you very grateful for the people who are willing to do it. I mean, you know, we all hear about the sort of, uh, or maybe not all of us, but many of us uh, will hear about the sort of, you know, terrible stories uh, of of terrible co-ops and terrible boards of all kinds. But the reality of, you know, 90, 95% of them is that they're run by people who are donating their time to help their neighbors. I mean, we had assessments too, so I'm I'm familiar with that. But yeah. it's sort of like uh, they have to pay, you know, the, the board members have to pay the same assessments. Right. Um, and the fact is that trying to find that assessment, you say, oh, I have to pay this money. You think that the board members, they have to go find, they have to vet people to do the work, you know, do the right. interviews, get the estimates, figure out which estimate to go with, then do the work of, you know, sort of getting it out and getting information out to the the all the people in the building or the, you know, if it's an HOA, the, the homeowners association, you know, I mean, these are all things that take time and effort. The fact that somebody's willing to step up and do it for, yeah. I mean, in almost all these, I mean, I don't know of any of them that are paid. I mean, they're just no. doing it on their own yeah. to help out their neighbors. It's It's really <laughs>
1: compassionate, really. It's compassionate activity at the end of the day. It's true. It's true. Well, that's interesting. Here we started this conversation on gratitude, and we end up talking about New York condos. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's all relevant. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and we're you know I, I think we can say we're gratitude we have gratitude for our our podcast listeners. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, f- those that those that buy us coffee and even those that don't, we have a lot. Yeah. Of, just the fact that you're there is, you know, gives us uh, inspiration to keep doing this. And people who leave uh, comments
0: is great, too. A lot of gratitude for them.
1: If you'd like to express your gratitude for us, we're happy when that happens. And you can buy us a coffee at com, or leave us a comment. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, you know, we wish you all the best for your Thanksgiving holiday and the holidays that follow.
0: I mean, I know Thanksgiving is an American holiday. um, So if you're listening from outside, you may may not be – well, I'm sure you've heard of Thanksgiving anyway, (laughs) but – it is a nice holiday.
1: It's it's one of America's secular holidays. It is. It is. And probably my favorite holiday, I think. Yeah. So friends, until next time, enjoy your holiday if you're mm-hmm. having one, and if you're not, enjoy your holiday anyway. <laughs> enjoy our holiday. <laughs> yeah, that's and, right. Uh, and we'll see you, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast directory. And please check us out at digginthedharma.com, where you can leave a comment, buy us a coffee, and even become a member. You can find out more about me, John Aaron, at johnaron.net, and Doug at DougsDharma.com.